You are listening to the Choose to Think podcast, where we focus on taking thoughts captive, giving thanks in everything, and walking with a renewed mind. I'm Victoria D. Walker, your thought coach. Welcome to the show. Today on the podcast, we have Katrina Doro. She lives in North Carolina with her husband, Robert, and two teens, Caleb and Caitlin. Katrina has a Master's of Divinity degree from Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary and has been in ministry for over 25 years. She's a writer, minister, speaker, wife, and mom. She's the founder of Faith and Family Box, a monthly subscription box which comes alongside families and resources them to have fun, faith-filled nights once a month. Katrina, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much. It's so wonderful to be with you. I want to, before we get into these like boxes, I know, I know the listeners are curious about, okay, what's a faith family box? What is that? Before we actually get into that, I want to talk a little bit more about you and your journey, even as you decided one day, Hey, I'm going to launch this business. Can you share a little bit more about, about your Christian journey and kind of just the nutshell of it and then bring us up to the point where you decided to launch this business? Sure, absolutely. Well, Victoria, I actually grew up in a Christian home. My parents were um, ministers as well. They were they worked with student ministry, um, but they they also had jobs outside of the church. So they were considered kind of bivocational ministers. And growing up in a small country church, um, really involved in ministry, I felt <clears throat> God tugging my heart to have a relationship with him. So at the age of eight, I gave my life to follow Christ. And then in my teens, I really felt called into ministry. And so God just began to open up doors for me to to be able to do that. And it's been quite an exciting journey, quite honestly. It's been just a really great adventure um, with the Lord. I've gotten to go to some really uh, unique places across um mostly uh, Louisiana, Oklahoma, and Texas. And then, of course, most recently in North Carolina. But in 2001, um, God led me to North Carolina to be on staff at a church, and I was single. So it's it's February, and actually it's kind of a neat love story, I guess. But uh, February 14th, I drove into town, and I met my husband, Robert, on March the 26th. And so it was, it was really, um, it was amazing. I came actually kind of laying down my life thinking if I'm single for the rest of my life, that that's okay. I was 29 at the time. Then, um, God just surprised me by saying, Hey, you know, you stepped out in faith to follow me and move 1200 miles away from everybody that you knew. And then God blessed me with this really great relationship with um, my husband, Robert. And so we um, started out on the journey of parenthood a few years later. And as you mentioned, I have two teens, Caleb and Caitlin, and it has just really been a passion of mine to see them um, love the Lord with all their heart and to desire to serve him. And it's been so neat to see 
them involved in the ministry where I currently am as children's minister and to see God growing them um, in their own faith journey. So it's been quite a, as it's been um, just a really special um, adventure. I just like to use that word adventure with God because it really has been an adventure. It hasn't always been perfect. You know, there've been ups and downs, but um, I know your podcast is choose to think. And, you know, I think a lot of it is where you put your focus, right? Amen. And tell us, Katrina, where did the idea for the boxes come into play? How was that birthed? Yeah. So I have been on staff at my current church doing children's ministry for almost 12 years now. And as I've been involved in ministry, I've just seen families struggle with wanting to pass their faith on to their kids, but not really knowing how to do that and not really having the the resources or the tools to do it. And we would hand out like most churches, you know, a piece of paper with, Hey, this is what we talked about today in class. Um, but I just saw a lot of parents not really using that. It wasn't engaging with them. And honestly, for my own family, you know, I'm a minister and I feel like I am fun, right? You know, like I'm, I'm the fun one. I get to do children's ministry and I did student ministry for a long time. But even whenever I would sit down with my own kids, you know, I would sit down with my Bible and say, hey, let's jump into God's word. Let's have a family devotion together. And it was once they got into the preteen years and middle school years, it was often met with, you know, the rolling of the eyes and just kind of an unenthusiastic expression and a half-hearted commitment to be a part of the discussion. So I really just started praying and asking God um, what we could do. And I, I started looking for resources that might already be created, and I really couldn't find what I was looking for. So I, as I was praying, God brought to my mind Disciple Now weekends that I used to do. And I used to, in college and seminary, I would fly all over the United States leading these kind of weekend retreats that were usually done in people's homes at that time. And so it would be a small group of teenagers that would be gathered in a home in a community, and we would do deep dives into God's word. And so God just kind of laid on my heart, hey, what if you take the concept that you did with those weekend events and put it into a once a month box that families could do together? So that's really what I did. And I had, I was a, definitely a faith, an act of faith to step out and do that because I do have a full-time job as well. But I knew it would help not only the people who I currently serve in the ministry where I am, but it would also, it would also help families all across the United States. And our first box went out um, December 2019, the Christmas box. That was kind of our goal for it to be our first box. And then we spent all last year doing it, which, I mean, Victoria, God's timing is so amazing because, you know, we had no idea that the pandemic was going to happen and that families would, many of them, not be able to go to church for months and months. And so this resource, what we've heard back from so many families, it has been such a blessing for them during this pandemic because their churches have been closed and they've been mostly quarantined at home. Um, 
one mom said it was like, um, it was like a, it it was like a treasure that had been um, parachuted down from the sky for her (laughs) because, because it was life giving in a time when, you know, things were just very uncertain and scary and, and people needed joy in their lives. And that's one of, one of the things that I, I long to see happen through um, our ministry is that it does create joy in homes and that families look forward to that night of the month together um, because they know they're going to have a great time together. It's going to connect their hearts on a, on a deeper level. Could you actually unpack a box for us? Say it comes to my doorstep in my mailbox or on my front porch. What's inside? Sure, absolutely. So first of all, I love themes and parties and and all of that. So I wanted to I wanted each month to be themed out so that the kids wouldn't get bored with it. They would be excited to see what each month's theme is going to be. And so that that has been really fun to create these themes. And so everything within the box goes along with that theme. So for instance, this month, which is February, we have a spy theme and we are going to focus on undercover acts of kindness. And so basically, as you unpack this box, you're going to see the very first thing you're going to see is the is the devotional booklet that will walk you through each activity. And it starts out with a short note from me, just kind of overviewing the lesson so that parents really get a good feel for the the heart behind the lesson and what we're trying to teach the kids or to learn as a family this month. And then the next page, you're going to see what is inside the box. So parents know what they're looking for for each activity, and it's broken down by activity. And then inside each box, we provide a snack to make conversation questions, a game to play, and then the family Bible devotion. And it's specifically put together in that order because I felt like um, it's really a funnel. In my experience with ministry, anytime you bring people together and eat together, you begin to break down barriers. And we may say as families, well, you know, we get along great. We really don't have any barriers. But it just in the everyday busyness of life, it's easy to lose that heart connection with each other, even just for a short bit. And so being able to reconnect on a heart level and have a snack together and have some conversation while you're having that snack. So we provide 12 conversation questions in, in each box, and they're usually packaged in different ways. So families can have conversation together and then. And then they can move from that into a game where kids can see their parents being silly and they can cheer each other on and just have fun together. And then once you get through a snack and conversation questions and you've had a lot of fun playing a game together, then it's so easy to transition into, hey, kids, let's, you know, let's sit down and do a Bible devotion together. Once you get to that point, they're going to be excited that they've they've already connected with you on a heart level. They've already had fun and laughed with you. And now they want to know what you have to say. You know, what's so 
special, you know, what's so important about God's word that I need to learn that from mom and dad today. So that's really fun. And, and even, you know, I have teenagers and they have really loved the themes of each month's box. It's been, it's been really, really fun. That was my next question. What age in particular would the boxes be geared toward? So we kind of went middle of the road and our target age is really elementary to preteen age kids, but I have high school students. And so you can, and we even put tips within the box, how to gear up. It's it's easy to gear down in, in some cases. Um, but we have families who do the boxes with kids who range from preschool to college. I even had one mom um, since she was so excited about one of the themes and her college kids had been home with her during the COVID season in the spring of last year. So they experienced doing the boxes all together. So one of the themes for the fall, she was really excited about, and she had me send a box to her college student to do with her dorm room friends. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited about March because we are actually partnering with Chick-fil-A's Windshape Camps for Communities. And Windshape Camp <clears throat> is a day camp and an overnight camp, but we've been hosting the day camp in our community for about nine years. And so I reached out to them. They had seen the box and they and we chatted together. And so we decided to partner on a box. And so this box is going to be last year's camp theme, which is set in the Amazon and is focused on life giver, which is based on John 10, 10, which says Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And Victoria, you would especially love this first lesson because it talks about how there are things that we can choose to focus on that Satan puts in our path. Because one of the key verses of this one as well is that Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy, right? Mm -hmm. And Jesus comes that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And so part of the lesson actually focuses on how Satan tries to steal our joy and our peace, <clears throat> and how we can combat, you know, combat that with God's word. So it's it's going to be a great lesson, lots of fun. Um, we, Windshape is sending us some of their um, special items to put in the box, and we're going to be making um, jungle slime, which it doesn't sound good, but it's actually lime jello with gummy snakes in it. And we're going to be um, playing a game with airplanes and, of course, having conversation questions and then doing their life giver lesson. So it's going to be a great box to join in on and um, just a great theme. And then, of course, in April, we'll be transitioning into um, Easter and um, April will be our Easter themed box. Who is the creative genius behind these great boxes and all these ideas? Well, it's actually me. Um, Yay, really? Do you do all of this? That's amazing. Yes, I do. And it's with a lot of help from the Lord. You know, I, I spent, it was interesting because I have a few things I'm still trying to process and work out about our 
um, Easter box that I need to finalize this week. And just spent a lot of time in prayer last night over it. And um, God gave me the idea that I needed this morning. So, um, you know, for me, the heart behind all the boxes is that they will bring families closer to Jesus. And that's really, really the ultimate mission. And I've just have been praying that God would use these boxes as a catalyst to bring revivals um, in people's homes and in their lives and that they would just um, begin to understand their mission and purpose as a family for the Lord. And so um, one thing that I have definitely seen is that God has been preparing me for this moment before I ever stepped out because I've spent the last 20-something years reading curriculum, editing curriculum, working on curriculum. So God has really... um, you know, laid the foundation that has really helped me, um, you know, have the creative mindset to be able to, to come up with some of these ideas and things that we use in the box. And before we go on, let's take a quick break from our sponsor. Katrina, I want to go back to two things you said a moment ago, because I think these particular issues or topics would really stand out and my listeners would just be leaning in as they were wondering what you might say or how you might answer these questions. You mentioned, well, indeed, this is a part of the ministry and your passion for creating these boxes and beginning this business, but you mentioned that one of your goals or hopes is to break those barriers down and help parents, children help to reconnect their hearts. And so could you give maybe three tips, something that maybe practical applications that you have or that you can think of that, that a mom who's listening would be able to apply in her life? In other words, if she were thinking, gee, I just don't feel connected with my children, definitely we'll use the box. But outside of that, would there be ways or practical action items that you can think of to help a mom who is like, man, I'm just struggling to get the laundry done and dinner on the table, but I know I long to connect with my children. What would you advise or maybe top three tips on connecting with the hearts of your children? Sure, absolutely. Um, Well, first of all, I want to say that I I completely get our families who are parents who might be listening to this podcast because life gets busy and it, it does get hard sometimes to connect on a heart level or even to remember to connect on a heart level, or sometimes we're just tired, right? But some things that I have seen and have practiced myself with my kids um, would be some would be the following. One is that whenever you see God um, beginning to work in their heart in a specific way, you see, you know, some giftedness maybe in a specific way, or some abilities or an interest. Lean into that you know, take the time, even when it's hard to lean into that. And so an example um, would be that my kids wanted to start a YouTube channel. And at first, when they wanted to start it, they couldn't drive and they were somewhat limited in where they could go. But they were very serious about 
starting this YouTube channel and using it as a platform for just wholesome TV. So I, you know, my, my husband and I put a little bit of money behind getting good editing software and making sure that they had a good computer to edit with. And then we also, I also spent a lot of my Saturdays when I would like to have been doing something else, taking them places to film YouTube videos. (laughs) So that may, um, and what I loved about that is, and, and a lot of times I would help them even come up with ideas, you know, for editing these YouTube videos. So we would work together on where we could go or what we could do on Saturday to do that video. And it really meant a lot to my kids because they knew I was supporting them in that decision. And it, it kept the communication lines open for us. Also, um, another example would be that because I've been involved in ministry for so long and my kids have grown up in ministry, they absolutely love camp. They just love camp. And so they spent some time a couple of years ago, actually, when we got back from Windshape Camp, and they put together their own camp, the, the games, the Bible stories that they would tell, um, the songs that they would sing, all those things. They even came up with names for groups. I mean, they just really laid it out. And so they came to me and said, Mom, um, I we would like to do this camp in our community. Well, like, you know, most parents, I'm what's going on in my head in that moment is <laughs> I have so much on my plate right now. How can I take time off? to help them do this camp, much less where in the world are we going to do the camp, (laughs) you know? Right. But, um, but I just started praying about it. I said, let me spend some time thinking about it, praying about it and seeing what options are out there. And so we were able to do the camp. I actually found someone in my church who had a connection and we were able to do that camp. And I am telling you, that was such a growth experience for my kids and for their friends who were involved in that camp. And I think, wow, what if I had not taken the time, you know, to lean in and hear what God was laying on their heart to do? So those are a couple of kind of maybe bigger items. But then I would just say on a day to day basis, you know, just even just taking being being available when your kids are available. I think is huge. And for me right now with teens, that means sometimes I'm not going to bed when I want to go to bed because my teens are wanting to talk to me when it gets to be, you know, 10 o'clock at night and I might be tired and ready to go to bed, but I stay up and I, I make that cup of hot chocolate or pop that bag of popcorn and sit down with them to talk about whatever is on their mind in that moment. What do you think, Katrina, would be the best mindset for a mom to have? You've given so many wonderful examples on how to be a fun mom, an engaged mom, and how to connect to your child's heart, kind of letting them lead it and go from there. But if we go a little further and we think about what I could do personally with myself as I'm 
you know, as I am a mom, how could I become a quote, better mom with the Lord involved in this, of course, but what would be a mindset that you might consider to be critical for mothers to have? Um, Victoria, that is a great question. As I, as I'm processing that right now, um, your question, one thing that comes to my mind is I have to remind myself all the time that my time with my kids is short. You know, there are days when it seems long, especially when they're in the preschool years, you know, and I used to hear that as a preschool mom and think, I don't know what they're talking about. Like today was so long and I'm so tired, but now that my kids are, are 15 and 17, I look back and go, wow, time was so short, you know? And so um, one thing that I've, I've realized is that so often my mindset has been to kind of lay, lay down my, my wants, my desires at times so that I can connect with my kids and keep that heart connection going and, and also just um, spend time with them because I know that the time is going to be so short. And, um, and I also look at it too, it, I think, you know, in any situation, you can look at things as half full or half empty. And, you know, the glass is either half full or the glass is either half empty. And one of the things that I like to do is to just focus on the positive, right? I mean, I've got my kids, they're healthy, and God gave them to me for a purpose. And that purpose goes beyond academics, it goes beyond sports. At the end of the day, more than anything, I want to raise two kids who love the Lord with all their heart and who go into their their adult life living for Christ and who, when they're 80, are still living for Christ. And I think a lot of times our culture sidetracks us and gets our mind focused on temporal things like soccer or, um, you know, gymnastics or dance. And all those things are wonderful things. There's nothing wrong with our kids being involved in those things. But we also need to remember that, that when they're grown adults, the one thing that is going to stick with them, they may not still be doing gymnastics in their 50s, but their relationship with God continues. And I see, I have seen through the years, so many families get sidetracked by the temporal things of this world and forget to focus on the spiritual things of this world. And so they don't take the time to help their family grow closer to the Lord or to lean in and try to understand what God's doing in the hearts and minds of their kids. And I think um, that that is an area that has just been really highlighted for me as my kids have gone through elementary and and preteen and teenage years. Tell me a little bit about how you might encourage a single mom who is working, doing everything at home, quote, responsible for the spiritual upbringing and nurturing of her children, and is a one-man show. How might you encourage that mom? I think that we can use the time that we have, right? The time that God gives us. And and we may only have 10 minutes before bedtime, but those 10 minutes could be so vital to connecting with our kids' hearts, even if it's just, can I pray with you tonight? Or 
um, or just talking with them about their day and kind of going over the situations of the day and, and pointing them back to Jesus. That's something I always did and have always done in my conversations with my kids is instead of getting kind of caught up in the drama, I help my kids process how to respond to that situation in a way that honors God. And and that has been really life-changing for all of us, I think. Um, I was going to say the, the other thing, too, that they can do and that I have done from time to time, I don't do it as consistently as I would like to, is I will also take scripture verses that I'm praying for my kids or areas that I see that they're struggling in. And I'll put scripture verses on a post-it note and like put it on their bathroom mirror or put it where they're having breakfast. I've even done that. I've had scripture passages um, laying where they have breakfast in the mornings just so they see it. And we talk about it throughout the day. I love how you, you know, you took, 10 minutes even, because we all have 10 minutes. I think I don't, you know, it doesn't really matter your scenario. Probably on most given days, we can squeeze out 10 minutes. And the, what I hear you saying a lot as I'm asking these questions, by the way, I'm, I'm thinking how on earth would I answer these questions? But I, I just have enjoyed your answers. And I've been thinking about, the fact that there is a way to connect with our kids and maybe we do have to be creative in the ways that you're suggesting and not miss an opportunity to, you know, show even by our behavior and the choices that we're making where, where we're staking our claim and, and, you know, our just, our own presence, giving our children our presence is critically important. And also they're watching us and how we behave and the decisions we make, how we rely on the Lord. I think when they see us relying on the Lord, that's also very helpful. And that speaks volumes to them, even though it's not anything I'm doing per se on my part it's still modeling for them dependence upon the Lord. And, you know, sometimes in my own walk, I would just feel so discouraged and alone. And, you know, those are, I don't struggle with those kinds of thoughts necessarily anymore, but I have in my past. And, and just, I had a dear friend tell me once, Victoria, your children see you go down, but they also see you come right back up by God's good grace. And that is such a good lesson that, and a reminder, you know, we're not in this alone, single mom or married mom, widow, it doesn't really matter. We have God here beside us and how we conduct and live our lives often is one of the best teachers, I think, for for our children. So what a wonderful creative tradition type service and ministry you have, Katrina. Kids love traditions. I love traditions. You know, I heard once that if if you do something twice in your family, your kids think you always did it. And and that's so encouraging because it's never too late to start a tradition. And these boxes that you're talking about that you have, you know, you've explained to us 
are could represent that tradition, a, a very simple way to start a tradition in, in a family that would require very little on the part of the recipients. And so what a way to pour into the lives of other families and help them develop something and start something in their families that would be so meaningful to them. So I know, you know, I'm kind of one of those, tra- what I would call a traditionalist. I, I like doing things repeatedly and having, creating those memories, I guess, for my kids, helping them to, as they think back to their childhood and growing up years, to have a few really shiny moments of times and events, activities that we did together and certainly having something like this box would be uh, would be a great a great place to start so and would make great memories so hats off to you Kadrina I think it's just incredible what you're doing and I ask the Lord to bless you for all your efforts thank you so much Victoria and yes that is really the heart you know behind it as we've talked about and just I think it's going to be so neat for these kids to look back you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now and, and remember these fun moments they had as a family and the the memories that they created and, and, and that they were created around faith. They heard their parents talk about the Lord. They heard their parents pray and it's so powerful. And I know that it will, the Bible says that his word never returns void. So, so we know that these faith-based conversations are going to put, you know, plant seeds in our kids' lives that will, that God will be able to grow um, in the years to come. Yes. And you're also helping parents because sometimes I think parents are like, I don't even know where to start. And I think you mentioned that it's just a, you know, it can feel overwhelming, especially if, if I'm focusing a lot on the practical needs of my children and my family and then on top of that, to be, you know, mindful of the spiritual, which, as you said, is so much more important, essentially, than the practical. And but these boxes can really be such a tool for parents and a guide for them, really. It is like a curriculum and it will help them, especially if they're like, I don't even know where to start, or I'm not connected now with my kids. I love the progressive approach, the funnel approach that each box has as well, to where it's that gradual build up, the walls kind of fall down, or the connections are made, and you've had fun and laughter, enjoyed some snacks, and then the hearts are primed and ready for maybe some more serious discussions. So it sounds just wonderful. Tell us where, where how can we get a box? Where, where can we find you, Katrina? Absolutely. You can go to faithandfamilybox.com. So faithandfamilybox.com. And We've tried to make it as affordable as we can make it. And basically I see it as, you know, the cost of a night out. And most of us probably, if you're like me, spend a lot of time at Chick-fil-A if you live near (laughs) Chick-fil-A. And so we definitely spend less on this box than we do. Our family spends less on the box than we do on Chick-fil-A. So 
So it's right. definitely a great investment. <laughs> and it's really, if, if we think about it, it's, it's priceless because the, it's a service in a way to these families and these parents, especially providing them with a map, like a roadmap of how to do this coming from someone who's creative, well-versed in the Bible, has a heart to bring families together, is very passionate about that. So it's a win-win. And to me, it would be, it, it just seems like a priceless, very little to pay for the, the, end result of that. And the, even in the future, we may not even know the impact that, that would be there. And I think you said that for my listeners, you have a a special discount. Is that right? Yes. Yes, definitely. If they would like to purchase a box, they can use choose to think and they will get a 20% discount on their first box. And is that just the code that they put in there? Choose to think? Yes. So choose the number two and think. Perfect. And I will actually put that link and that code in the show notes as well. So folks can run over there and, and get that. So, and oh, one other question, how the subscription itself, is it for one month, six months, a year? How does that work? Yeah. So we have it set up where you can get a monthly subscription, which is what a lot of our subscribers do because then they're just paying for it month to month, which works for their budgets. We also have an option to get it for six months. Um, Well, it's three months and six months. I don't think we have the 12 month as an option right now. And then you can also gift a box. So if a grandparent, perhaps, I know your grandparent, Victoria, mm-hmm. if they were listening and wanted to gift a box to their um, you know, family, to their grandkids for like a birthday present or a Christmas present, you can also gift a box. Great idea. That's a super idea. So, well, thank you so much, Katrina, for coming on and sharing about your ministry, about this beautiful business that you have and sharing your faith, sharing these tips about, you know, being that connected parent and what that really looks like and giving us so many examples. So thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It was such an honor. And that's a wrap, Brain Changer. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please stay in touch. Come on over to my website. It's victoriadwalker.com. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Ciao.